بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم إن الحمد لله نحمده ونستغفره ونستعينه ونستهديه ونعوذ بالله من شرور أنفسنا ومن سيئات أعمالنا من يهدي الله فلا مضل له ومن يذلل فلا هادي له وأشهد أن لا إله إلا الله وحده لا شريك له وأشهد أن محمدا عبده ورسوله صلى الله عليه وسلم من بعثه الله رحمة للعالمين هاديا ومبشرا ونذيرا بلغ الرسالة وأدى الأمانة ونصح الأمة صلوات الله وسلم عليه وقال سبحانه وتعالى في كتابه المبين بعد عذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم ولا تطع كل حلاف مهين هماذ مشاء بنميم منع للخير معتد أثيم وقال في الحديث رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم روي عن سالم وعن أبي أمي الدرداء وعن أبي الدرداء رضي الله عنه قال قال رسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم ألا أخبركم بأفضل من درجة السيام والصلاة والصدقة قالوا بلى قال إصلاح ذات البين وفساد ذات البين الحالقة صدق الرسول الله صلى الله عليه وسلم My dear listeners Today we have selected the topic of reconciliation between the believers A very very important topic which we need all of us individually to work on it Listen to what Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam is telling us in this hadith and we know the values that the pillars of Islam has Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam is saying shall I not inform you O my sahaba bi afdali min daraja what is more virtuous and of higher rank than siyam he didn't stop there and he said wassala he didn't stop there wassadaqa three things so my dear brothers the sahaba were such people that who wanted to know and they said bala ya rasulullah tell us and rasulullah islahu dhatil bayyin which means reconciling between the differences that people have and he continued and he said wafasa to that ilbayin and when corruption and differences are in the people alhaliq it is like shaving cutting off destruction now we can't re- actually emphasize the importance of these pillars we all know it in the famous hadith of Jibril alayhi salam when Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wasallam was explaining what is Islam he said Islam is antashhadu an la ilaha illallah to bear witness that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the only worth worshiping wa anna Muhammadar Rasulullah and Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wasallam was his prophet his messenger wa tuqimu as-salah and to establish salah wa tu'ti az-zakah and to give zakah wa tasumu al-ramadan that to fast the month of Ramadan and to go for Hajj, the pilgrimage if you have got the ability these are pillars of Islam 
but Rasulullah collectively said there's something better and explained in this hadith. Why, dear brothers? Because if the believers are in a problem and there's divorce is going on, there's a tribal fighting going on, uh, there's family infighting for inheritance going on, if the businesses and the partners in this business are breaking up, if there's wars between the people. When facade is so prevalent, then all people suffer. And their deen practicing Islam also suffers, whether they are small or big, men or women, rich or poor, ulama or not. Everybody suffers. There was a warning Rasulullah gave also in the Hijjatul Wida. In that famous farewell sermon, Rasulullah explained to the Sahaba the sacredness of these things. And he said, Do you know this place? Do you know this day? And do you know this month? The place was Arafah. The day was Arafah. The month was Dhul Hijjah. And it was the only Hijjah that Rasulullah made. And he said, O believers, your blood, your wealth, and your honor is as sacred as this place of yours, and this day of yours, and this month of yours. Now when facade and corruption is prevalent, all these three things, blood, wealth, and honor of the Muslims, becomes abused, and it like, becomes permissible, and people, they start looting, and greed overtakes everyone. And therefore, practicing deen becomes almost impossible. When these things are violated because of tribalism, because of secretarianism, and for any other reason, even here Halika, this becomes like shaving the deen. The deen is shaved. The deen is shaved. And when this kind of corruption is prevalent in the lives of the Muslims, Allah also does not accept our amal and becomes null and void. It is therefore a great virtue for all of us to start making the effort and make our vocation to reconcile people. Listen to this hadith, which is narrated by Umi Kalthum binti Uqbata ibn Abi Mu'it, radiallahu anha. This lady, just to in, explain who she is, she is from the Quraysh clan of Umayyah. And in our terminology, blue blood. She was a Sharifa. Umar ibn al-Abdul Aziz, rahimahullah, 
says that actually after the Hudaybiyah, Sulh Hudaybiyah, this lady walked literally from Mecca to Medina. And second thing that happened in her life was that Rasulullah sallallahu to show that nearness and rank is what Allah sees as being, you know, great, not what we consider. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala looks at taqwa, God-fearing. This is the only gradation that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala makes, not on based on color or on wealth or on lineage. And this was practically shown by Rasulullah When this lady came, a few days or a few months after, Rasulullah actually married her off to Zaid ibn Haritha who was his freed slave. Umm Kalthum says in the hadith, which I'm going to narrate now, سَمِعَتُ الرَّسُولُ اللَّهُ صَلَّى اللَّهُ عَصَلَمْ يَقُولُ لَيْسَ الْكَذَّابُ الَّذِي يَسْلِحُ بَيْنَ النَّاسِ فَيَنْمِي خَيْرًا أَوْ يَقُولُ خَيْرًا What she said, Umm Kalthum رضي الله عنه, is that he is not a liar. لَيْسَ الْكَذَّابُ He is not a liar. الَّذِي يَسْلِحُ بَيْنَ النَّاسِ That person who reconciles people and uses lies to do so. And he spreads and brings about goodness. And he says, good. We know that a kazab that a person who is a liar will not smell the fragrance of Jannah, which in another narration says it is 500 miles before you reach there, the friends of Jannah reaches you. But this person who is a kazab. But here in this case, we are being told by Rasulullah that he is not a liar, that person who goes out of his way to bring reconciliation between people in order that they, you know, live and forget their differences and become friends again and the Ummah is united. Can you imagine two scenarios? A person goes to listen to people who he is trying to reconcile, but his intention is actually to cause more corruption. And he collects from them, he goes to party one, he listens to them, he goes to party two, and he fuels the fire by repeating exactly what they said. And this person is called Namam. He's making Namima. He is spreading a malicious gossip with some truth in it in order to cause havoc. On the other hand, another person goes to Jannah for telling the truth. Sorry, for telling a lie. He goes to a group of people, he sits with them, he goes to party A, when he goes to party B, 
He only mentions the good things that the party has said. He doesn't repeat what is going to cause even havoc. And if he has to put his own lies, he will do it in order to make sure that these two parties come together, they make self and everything is sorted out. So my dear brothers, we have to decide. We have to make the decision ourselves whether we are going to go out of our way and reconcile everybody so that there is unity in our communities so that Islam can be practiced well or we are going to be the ones who are causing facade and become namam, those who spread malicious gossip with the intention to create more havoc and corruption and divide the people and cause disunity. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgive us our sins and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala direct us to those things that he loves and subhanahu wa ta'ala make us take the vocation of being reconcilers of people's differences. Allahumma a'izal islam wal muslimin wa'adhilla shirka wal mushrikin wa'addamir a'adai din wa'ad'al hadha al-balad al-amin al-mutma'inna wa'sa'iri bilad al-muslimin al-amah ya rabbi al-alamin Allahumma wa'qinna sharra al-fitn ma zahara minha wa ma batan ربنا تقبل منا إنك أنت السميع العليم وتب علينا إنك أنت التواب الرحيم وصلاة وسلام على رسوله الكريم والحمد لله رب العالمين